welcome to episode 175 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. 175 is only 10 more podcast episodes than I have done actual physical parkruns, which is a little bit exciting. Maybe I can chase down the number of podcasts and equal them at some point in the future, though it's it's a bit of a battle at the moment because it's one-on-one and then I throw in all those volunteers it's uh, probably not going to happen. However, episode 175 is here and I am joined this week with a new voice or not a super new voice because he is one of our amazing Channel 5 news crew. His name is Mark Scarborough. He is our newest recruit. However, he brings to the table a lot of talent and a lot of humour and I'm sure you'll all agree. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mel. It's good to good to be here. And uh, look, I think that there's got to be a strong commitment for you to be around for the podcast, so you can catch up to the uh, the podcast episode numbers. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't commit to that. Hey, <laughs> oh, I think you might have to hold you to it. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. What's it like? I mean, I know you've only been in the hot seat for about thirty seconds so far, but co-hosting is it working out for you. Yeah, look, the, the first thirty seconds I think has gone extremely well. I'm, I'm, I'm quite pleased. <laughs> well, let's let's see how you go. Whether or not you can keep it up for the rest of the way. But let's let's get started, Mark. I want to go back to when you first joined the Channel Five news crew. Not when you first submitted roving reports, though. I am interested to to hear what made you decide to to submit your very first roving report, but. You entered the Channel 5 News crew in what I would describe as a bit of a blaze of glory, completely outwitted me, and I will say it was me because Scotty is a lot more lenient than I have been. I've always been the the bad cop or, or the difficult parent, the mean parent when it comes to letting people onto the Channel 5 News crew and try to make things a little bit challenging for you guys. But you completely <laughs> circumvented that and, you know, I literally had to bow my head in defeat and admit that you had bested me. Can you talk us through that? Oh, look, it certainly was a gold medal performance for sure. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, look, so it goes back to sometime last year when in our, in our local Canberra, uh, parkrun group, um, Will Barlow actually put a post up, you know, saying, talking about the parkrun adventurers and, and saying that, you know, it was a call out had gone out for some more roving reporters, particularly in the New South Wales area. Um, and at that point, I hadn't actually heard of the podcast. So straight away, I jumped on Spotify and checked out the podcast and I thought, oh, yeah, I can give this a go. I, you know, I think I'm all right with um, talking to people and interviewing people. And um, so, yeah, I started yeah, submitting the roving reports from, from there. And, uh, and you know, it was you know a couple of months later that the um, the, the challenge went went out. Yes, yes, the challenge. Do you like a challenge? Oh yeah, look, of course you. Everyone likes a challenge. Like I think it's it's, it's the it's the accomplishment of the, the the challenge that everybody loves, and uh, and that's that's what it was about for me is uh, is accomplishing a, a challenge. I'm not sure anyone has made me laugh so much uh, <laughs> <laughs> when when they have submitted their challenge and then then their rebuke to the challenge yeah anyway i think people need to go back and listen to the episode do you remember which episode it was exactly oh gosh no i couldn't tell you no i should have done my research as well there's three episodes there for, for the listeners to go back and listen to where it goes back and forward <laughs> there's one where the the challenge was usually where i had to go to an event number 
um, for the Wilson Index that neither you or Scotty had been to. Yes. Uh, and you deep dive on statistics for that event. Mm-hmm. Um, Which seemed like such a hard thing. Uh, you know, this is completely my bad. I think it just shows how poorly I comprehended the Wilson Index at that stage. <laughs> and I'm not even sure I still fully understand it, even though it should be a simple thing. But yes. No, I think I think no, I think I think it was a reason I think it was a pretty good challenge to set out. And I think a lot of it was came down to fortuitous luck for me. Um, that, you know, the the next um, the, the next Wilson Index number for my home park run at Gungal and happened to line up with one that you guys hadn't done before. And uh, being a home park run, it was easy for me to do some good statistics on it. Um, so, you know, it was challenge met week, you know, the, the following week. Yes. <laughs> you know, Mel wasn't happy with that at all and was just like, no, this is unacceptable. It has to be a Wilson Index under, under 100. Yeah, see, that's and that's where I, I really failed, basically, was that I, I tried to alter the rules after you'd already submitted your entry. And that's not cool. Well, well, it kind, of, it kind of worked out well, though, because the week after that, I was able to go to Jindabyne and meet the challenge. So, we're all done and dusted within three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it definitely has gone down in Parkrun Adventurers podcast history. <laughs> I've learnt my lesson. We will be more careful in the future. <laughs> we don't just let anybody in, but you definitely earn your stripes. And we're happy to have you on board. No, it's good to be on board and, um, you know, to, to be part of the crew and, uh, you know, support the parkrun adventurers. And, uh, you know, it's been a good excuse for us to get out and hit the road and, and visit different parkruns as well. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Now, you have had a bit of a an unofficially awesome weekend. Where, where were you parkrunning last weekend, Mark? Well, funnily enough, I was actually back at home at Gungarlan um, here in um, in Canberra, and it was for my unofficial milestone, my 150th. Ooh, congratulations! That's not a small feat. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good, um, you know, to be to you know to have that milestone back at my home park run with the the family ran with me as well, and um, you know, one of the other park runners there, you know, made comment that it was um, good to see me back at uh, home park run after being at different park runs around and um yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it you know it was a beautiful day here in canberra and for me it is a, it is a big achievement i think to to hit the 150 park runs it's um it's been a, an amazing journey being involved with park run and um proud of it and looking forward to getting to the 200 did you get a bit creative with your 50 and your 100 park run shirts and cut them up and re-sew them together so they make a 150 or anything elaborate like that no the thought the thought had crossed my mind so i have seen other people do that but I don't think I'd be very uh, handy to, to do anything, but um, I donned my my fifty, you know, to mark the occasion. I've been wearing the hundred for a while now, but yeah, dug the dug the red fifty out for for that occasion. Oh, cool. Yeah, I always get my my red fifty shirt out around about Christmas time because you know red and green. Although now I don't need to do that anymore because I have an ugly Christmas singlet. <laughs> mm. Speaking of which, the new ones the new ones are in the works. I'm a bit excited. Ooh. That is cool. When do we get a sneak peek? Oh, I don't want to commit to a, an episode number yet because if I do, I'll probably rue the day. <laughs> Just my life at the moment yeah. has a habit of um, throwing me curveballs. So I'm not going to commit to uh, an episode yet, but let's say sometime in October, I will definitely be letting everybody have a sneaky peek at what is in store for this year. That will be cool. So, and how was your park run day? 
Uh, mine was awesome. So I uh, I don't think you're streaking, Mark. Are you streaking? No, look, and, and, and I apologise for that. But um, Oh, you don't it, need to apologise. It's a free world. Oh, yeah, but, you know, like I've, I've – you know, listening to the previous episodes, I know it's been a, a big um, criteria for co-hosting. You know, the, the host, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, look, I, I'm in the midst of marathon training at the moment, so I'm kind of having to stick to a bit of a regime for that. Ah, uh, having- serious, serious training. Oh, uh, yeah, we, we, you know, semi-serious. But having said that, there is a famous gnome here in Canberra that I'm going to try and get a selfie with for you, though. Oh, that would be awesome. His name is Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Okay. Is he a pink gnome? He is a pink gnome, yes. Definitely. Go out and do it. I want to see a picture of you and um, Pink Floyd before the end of the month. But I, I bring it up because one of the tasks on Streaky Bingo, one of the other tasks, not the gnome selfie, is to have a parkrun adventure because obviously that's what the podcast is all about. And so I had an adventure in conjunction with one of our pod listeners, Pippa White, who we'll uh, actually hear from a little bit later. We made a bit of a deal, a little um, sneaky deal that she would go to her home parkrun, which is Queen Elizabeth Parkrun in the UK, and I would go to Queen Elizabeth Parkrun Casino, which obviously is here in Australia. And so we thought we would do a bit of a twin thing. And not only were we going to go to the same parkrun on the same week, we were going to go dressed as queens. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Pippa also had the idea that she would get their event – to wave at us and we would get people at our event to wave at them. So two sides of the globe, two queens at two Queen Elizabeth Park runs and everybody's waving at everybody else. And it was it was a great adventure. I had a wonderful morning. I've never – like there were heaps and heaps of firsts. So one of the firsts was I have never actually been – in costume on the course with a child in the carrier before. So that was a first. I have never been curtsied to <laughs> That's cool. at a park run that I'm aware of, and I got multiple curtsies on the weekend. Lots of people calling me Your Majesty, which, you know what, I actually quite enjoy. I think I might have, <laughs> I might have to wear the Queen outfit a bit more often because who doesn't want to be called Your Majesty? Uh, also, the first costume – that I've worn to parkrun with a full hoop skirt underneath. And that is actually a really good choice when you're thinking about costumes because your legs are free and unencumbered. And um, somebody did say, oh, please don't trip over in that skirt. And I said, don't worry, it's all good. i got a hoop underneath and it's keeping all the layers of fabric away from my feet. So, um, so yeah, lots of firsts. And... Um, what else, what else, what else? I mean, apart from the fact that the the course was fabulous, the weather was perfect. It was like a misty morning. But if you're going to be in a full-length dress with long sleeves and have an eight-and-a-half-kilo baby strapped to the front of you for five kilometres, you really don't want it to be a steamy hot day. Um, lots of adventurers were on the course. I bumped into uh, Blair Happerjam, who is 
co-ED at Capalaba Park Run, but he was down with the Redland Plotters, a whole bunch of them, and some other show listeners as well. So howdy to all you guys. It was great to see you. And Errol Poole, who is actually, he's a South Australian park runner. He hails from Mount Barker. Uh, so he's, he's part of the PK and Greta crew. However, he's currently living in northern New South Wales at the moment for work. And so I had the pleasure of bumping into Errol who is also both both Blair and Errol are both streaking this month and keeping the streak alive doing a great job and it's it's two years to the weekend that I bumped into Errol at Nuriutpa Park Run in South Australia at their launch and that was the first time I met him and if I recall correctly Nuri was his 50th different event and um He's oh he's now done a ridiculous amount of different events uh, all over the place, yeah. But it was just ah oh, the vibe, the vibe was awesome. Everybody was so friendly. The event team were great. Jason, the ED, and all the volunteers were really warm and welcoming, and we just had a wonderful morning. Totally worth the trip down. We stayed the night before locally and went for coffees and hot chocolates afterwards. Yeah. Great morning, great morning. It's uh, an impressive thing. You didn't uh, feel you need the not to knight anybody while you're out there on the course. <sighs> See, I didn't have any sword on me. Yeah. So my queen costume is actually the Queen of Hearts from Alice in Wonderland, and I took the liberty of uh, dressing Emmett, who I had in the carrier, as the White Rabbit. <laughs> so I was following the White Rabbit around the course, though because he was in the carrier, it just probably looked like I just had this chubby baby with bunny ears on. So it could have been lost in translation that he was the white rabbit and I was the queen of hearts. I didn't take the opportunity to yell off with their heads at, at all. Um, that's my prob- probably my only regret from the weekend. So for our listeners, jump on the Park on Adventures Instagram page so you can see Mel in all her queen outfit. My, my Roy, I had a royally good time. You did. <laughs> I love the, uh, the, the comment there from um, – Mel Ellis as well, where she said you looked maleficent. <laughs> I think, yeah, Gar- that's that's a that's a Garyism. I think he might Gary-ism. refer to her like that often when she's in costume. And of course, we hear from from Mel Ellis a little bit later too. So, looks like great weekends were had all round. Yeah, and I think the good thing, like you know, you're just touching on bumping into people. It's just that how good is that for the parkrun community? That you know, it could be uh, you know just a random parkrun and bump into people that you know you see you've seen before or seen years ago, but, you know, that's that's a good thing about this um, parkrun community, isn't it? A hundred percent agree. And I think I think it's the adventurer community which makes every parkrun feel like home away from home. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew from Harris Avenue Parkrun. Um, a bit of a newcomer on the Parkrun scene, this is event number four, um, so I'm here for my four for my Wilson Index. Um, and look, just checking out the new course, I had a soft launch a few weeks ago, um, I'm going to just get in, see what the course is like, see what the community is like, I'll talk to you after the run. Alrighty, post park run, I've found Katie and her family. What's your names and how are you going? 
Hi, my name's Charlie. My name is Robbie. I'm Freya. Stefan. All right, now, families, Parkrun is like, you know, a haven for families, and I've found that Harris Avenue is no different. So lots of families, lots of parents out with prams. How did you guys get involved with Harris um, Avenue Parkrun? Well, with Parkruns as a whole, my daughter decided, aged 14 at the time, that she wanted for a new year's resolution wanted to start running so i said well we'll all start running so i enrolled everybody and yep. we initially started off at north harbour park run and then we do alternate between harris avenue now that harris avenue is open so yep. it's great and we're local we live in narangba so it's ideal yep so you've got a local now <laughs> sorry we've got a local park run yes, now yeah and we are thrilled to have a local park yeah, run yeah, yes yeah. yes definitely and so the mum of the family got everybody into running and and how was that was everybody excited not really to start, <laughs> but it got better it got better yeah yeah it's kind of a thing you just do like in the morning and then you're gonna get used to it over time yeah and have you gotten fitter uh i'd say yeah Yep. I beat my PBs many times. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, now, the instigator Freya, isn't it? Yes. And how do you feel to have so much power over your family? <laughs> well, it wasn't really me. <laughs> it was mainly mum who forced us to come. Oh. Well, you said your New Year's resolution was to get fit. But start it, running. it does make us all fit, so yeah. it's good. Yeah. So you've gotten fitter? Yes. And was it your New Year's resolution this year? Yeah. And we're now in September. No, no, it's this year. Yes, yeah, so it's been, we kept it up, so that's good. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. And it's, it's Parkrun that, like, makes us keep doing it because there's people who, like, encourage us to come. So it's good. And it's every week. Yeah, every single week. <laughs> and it's just up the road now. Yeah, we can <laughs> walk here if we want. Yeah. But we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Dad? You know, if you've been just dragged along or are you loving Parkrun too? I wouldn't say I love it, but um, <laughs> I think it's, it's more of a necessary evil. <laughs> yeah. So because we come as a family, I can't really say no, can I? Um, no. So, But I've got fitter, so it, it's doing me good, yep. certainly. Yep. Fantastic. And what about the community here? Have you met people through Parkrun? Uh, we've generally, no, we um a few people here so we talk to them so yep. it, it's really good like we've just been sat talking to our neighbors because yep. they both do it as well and they they didn't start doing park run until this opened that yep. harris avenue opened they'd never done one before yeah and now they come here every saturday so it's great excellent well thank you so much for telling me your park run story well done for keeping up your new year's resolution for nine months may it, may it continue yeah fantastic thanks very much and keep enjoying your park running thank you so much. <laughs> now i've found a couple of people after the park run adventurers own heart park run adventurers themselves what's your name and um how are you going today um my name's erica and i'm going fabulous and my name's Ryan, and I'm excellent too. Now, we've divided and conquered today. We're at Harris Avenue, but one of you did a different one today. You've done North Harbour, Ryan. Yeah, that's right, yep. And there was a tactic to that? Um, yeah, I'm on a tourist streak at the moment, and I'm actually planning on coming to Harris Avenue next week for my 300th park run. 
Excellent. And you came today for a particular reason? Um, also streaking, but losing the streak next week because I'll be here again because we're doing a number four at a Wilson Index and next week a number six, five. <laughs> hey, Snap, I'm here for my number four too. High five. <laughs> now, adventure is all round. You were saying as well, how many different park runs have you guys done? Um, how's, uh, I've done 51 different ones today. It's my 51st. And 84 for me. Okay, so you're both half cowls. Is that the right one? Half cowl? Yes. I get my cobs mixed up. (laughs) Or three quarters for me. (laughs) Three quarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And any plans to keep going? Yep, my goal is to do all the Queensland park runs. Statesman, here we come. Yeah. Um, No goal, just to get that Wilson index higher than his. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what's yours then, Ryan? Well, at the moment, ours is both on two because we're missing the three. three. You're missing the three. (laughs) Uh, So we'll be going to Ross Granger Trail Park Run. Uh, next month, I think it is, for their third. So, Perfect. Think, yeah. Excellent. And how did you get into parkrun and all this crazy adventuring? That's a tricky one. I started forever ago um, but didn't like it my first go and was scared of going because I didn't know anyone, so it took me a long time to go again. <laughs> and um, when I did, I finally got addicted and couldn't stop. Yep. <laughs> yeah, never miss a park run. Yep. No, you find a way to fit it in, don't you? How about you, Ryan? Um, yeah, I started back in 2013, um, just trying to train for a triathlon. So my, the guys that I ran with, they, they told me about park run and, and I got hooked. And now I've got a huge passion for running and yep. park run. Fantastic. Well, thank you for talking to me today. Um, thanks for being long-time listeners of the podcast too. So well, exciting. high five again. Yes. <laughs> you've made my day. <laughs> well, you've made my day. You've been such a great story to tell. The last few weeks we've been driving, you know, long distances to do our, our park runs and so on the way there we're listening to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> our weekly tradition is to run and then do, uh, sorry, drive there and catch up on the whole way. I think we did Harvey Bay the other week, so like three and a half hours or yeah. something. And, yeah, listen, just listen the whole time it's a great ritual isn't it, it on is. a saturday morning listening to the parkrun adventurers on your way to parkrun yeah it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> well thanks guys and lots more happy adventuring to all of us <laughs> thank you thank you all righty i have tracked down tony today's run director and the event director how are you going today very well thank you lindell excellent that's great. Run number four here at Harris Avenue? It is, yes. Been successful. Another one? Yes, definitely. Fantastic. Now, you had a soft launch here four weeks ago. How did that all go? Uh, yeah, despite being a soft launch, uh, 342 people turned up, uh, thanks to probably Facebook and some, a few yes. leakages here and there with tourist <laughs> park runs. But, uh, yes, it was very good. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. No hitches? No, no. There was a couple of incidents, but just people with grazed knees, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it went to plan. Fantastic. And the course here... How did you go about finding the course and setting up a parkrun here at Harris Avenue? I should say Harris Avenue is in Narangbar, yes. which is a northern suburb. was well, just north of Brisbane, basically, in the, I'm not sure what Shire Council it is. Morton Bay. Yes. Yes, Morton Bay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. I'm, I'm sort of a, a regular run around this park anyway, and sort of it dawned on me uh, after a, a while that... Um, this is probably about five kilometres if I go twice round. It took a while to get the actual route worked out because we've had to add a dog leg on yep. to make it to 5Ks, but uh, now we've got that going and we've measured it out with the wheel. It's worked out perfectly. Excellent. And what brought you to Parkrun? Uh, Parkrun, uh, I, I probably got a few friends that did it and it sort of it irked me for a while that they did this thing called Parkrun on, on the Facebook page and uh, I just 
just sort of wanted to go and have a look one day and see what it was all about. And uh, I've never missed one since. Yeah. Two, two years ago. Yeah, it does that to you, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It really does. It, it gets into your blood almost. It does. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, contagious. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And the inspiration to start one here was just because you liked running here? or? Uh, yeah, I, I used to go to the local ones, Caboolture uh, and North Harbour and North Lakes. And it just sort of thought, well, Narimbar should have one too. It's a really good community and it's a really good way of the community getting together on a Saturday morning before the weekend really begins and uh, people can get together and uh, enjoy some exercise, uh, get into the community spirit and, uh, yeah, it was just that we, we needed one. Yeah. 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 And did you find um, did you find that you've drawn some people from the other park runs around or that you have actually got a lot of Narangbar people into park run and into running? Uh, it's, it's a bit of a mix. We've got uh, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of people here that were lived in the rain bar that used to have to travel to other park runs to do the, the event. Um, so they've sort of some some have come back to here because it just like, means they can just stay in bed. Yes, a few more minutes. Been sleep in and walk uh, up the road. And, and there are there are people that have uh, through through the Facebook page uh, and the website that uh, have, have you know they've been tagged by other people that have done it. And, and they've wanted to come and try it themselves. And yeah. so that, that, they, that some of them people have come back as well. So it's really good. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, Tony. Is there anything else you'd like to add about Harris Avenue Park Run? Well, no, if anyone's after uh, getting their alphabet done and they don't want to go to Harvey Bay or Hamilton, then come and get your H done yes. at Harris Avenue. Yes, I was going to mention that myself. I did go to Hamilton. Oh, you did? Oh, well. <laughs> a little while ago, but that's yeah. okay. It's all right. Yeah. It's all part of the adventure, right? right? No, that's right. It's fantastic. Yeah, so tourists welcome now. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> thank you so much, and thank you for the contribution you've made to Parkrun and to your local community here in Narangbar. Thank you very much, Lindor. Good to see you. All righty, Parkrun Adventures. Um, that's a wrap from me um, from Harris Avenue Parkrun. What a great little event. It's another H on the map, um, which is particularly great for southeast Queenslanders who used to have to travel, as Tony said, to Harvey Bay, which is basically central Queensland. Um, it's a fantastic little community here which will grow over time. Um, if you're close to the area and you're looking for an opportunity to step up as a run director, Tony would love to hear from you. Um, you'll get great support here. It's a lovely, lovely community here and a fantastic course. Um, so that's it. That's it from me. This is Lyndall over and out from Harris Avenue Park Run for the Park Run Adventurers Channel 5 News Crew. Hello Parkrun Adventurers, it's Steve Marston here and today I've ventured down to the beautiful northeast of Victoria and done Wengaratta Parkrun. I think today's my third or fourth time doing Wengaratta, but today was special. I ran it with two young first-timers. What's your name? Eliza. And how old are you, Eliza? Six. Six. And what about you? What's your name? Lexia, I'm eight. And uh, you're eight. And today was your first ever Parkrun as participants, wasn't it? Yeah. And so... Wangaratta Park Run is a beautiful park run along the banks of the which river? Oven River. The Ovens River. And what's special about the Wangaratta Park Run course, Lexi? That it, we get to run past this really cool fairy garden. Yeah. And we get to like run across the river and there's heaps of bridges. Yeah, there is. For, for Scotty Trickett, there's a couple of bridges in there, isn't there? There's a beautiful suspension bridge and then we run underneath the historic train bridge. Yeah. And what... It was a pretty eventful park run today. What happened during park run today, girls? It um, started hailing. It did, didn't we? Had a little thunderstorm. lightning and um, rain and 
thunder. Yeah, we had a little thunderstorm during park run, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy park run? Yes. Yeah? Do you feel like you did a good time? Uh, yeah. Yeah? It's quite hard. Yeah. Well, it's only your first. Yeah. You, will be you back next week? Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, Parkrun Adventurers, we'll wrap it up here from Wangaratta. Hope everyone had a great Parkrun day today and we're off to grab some coffee and milkshakes. Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Melissa here and I'm coming to you from Studley Parkrun in Victoria. Come down here to join friends in a celebration today um, and I think you might know of this person. It's the woman behind, behind the man, Jackie O'Connell. Good morning. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, park runners. Now, Jackie, tell us this celebration that you and Tony were doing today. Today was our 100th different park run event. And they've, has that taken you overseas? Have you got international? Yes, we've actually uh, done four different countries. We, uh, as well as Australia, we've done New Zealand, the uh, some in the North Island, and we've been to... Singapore and Malaysia. Oh, excellent. Now, I, I happen to know, uh, Tony gets all the attention, doesn't he? But I, I think you're the one that does all the planning and gives him the ideas of where you might go. Is that right? Oh, I think it's a bit of a joint effort, you know. We're both sort of like uh, doing things. Like today, it was sort of like all of a sudden we were sort of thinking, oh, next week might have been our hundredth because we had planned to go and do uh, lawn park run next week. And uh, all of a sudden we're like, oh, we could do one closer and maybe then a few of our park running friends that we've met along the way through different park runs could join us. So that's what we ended up doing, heading down to Studley and Having a great turnout of different people to come and join us for our 100th different event. It is. You've pulled a crowd. (laughs) Yeah, it's been great. We've got a rainbow of tutus here for Streaky September. We have indeed. That was my fault because I forgot to wear my tutu to our Inverloch anniversary and I'm going, oh damn, I need another excuse to wear a tutu to Parkrun and today was a great one. Yeah, and... um... Speaking of which, that, of course, the 2-2 is for the, the streaky September and you have been streaking since last September. Yes, I have. It's become a great habit to make sure I get out every day and at least do a 2K walk or run, just depending on how I'm going. And, yeah, it's been great to try to challenge myself to do more of the 5K each day, but uh, sometimes weather-wise it's uh, not happened. But, yeah, it's been a great thing to keep doing. I don't know how long I'll go for. I'll attempt to do it each day and keep going. But That was going to be my next question. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And, um, okay, so... You haven't. You are going around trying to do all the Victorian park runs. I I know that for a fact. Yes. <laughs> so and you must be nearly there. Oh, we're getting close. Although we're uh, going to have a few more launches in Victoria, so that's going to set us back because our uh, ones left to do are like uh, Bright and Mount Beauty and Lansfield and Port Arlington is another one. So that one's not too far away, but. Uh, yeah, with a couple of launches coming up and unfortunately we'll miss one of the launches because uh, busy at home doing uh, volunteer duties, so that's all part of the fun. Yeah, well, I think looking back, the launches, they just um, conti- they make the, the joy of the journey continue. It, it sort of drags it out that bit longer, all the fun. So <laughs> that's what I like about that. Um, and so 
of the park runs you've done, have you got a top three? I would think oh, I've got done many. I I, I like uh, what would I say? I like the uniqueness of going and doing Paringa in New Zealand, going through the geothermal area. That was a fun thing to do and that's one that I actually got to do and Tony didn't so we've actually in our 100 events have a separate one he did one at a parkrun ambassadors conference that I didn't get to do and while he was running his uh, run at Tarawira I snuck off and did parkrun before joining to crew for him after the fact (laughs) after I'd got parkrun that's one that I've actually got on my top three I'd really like to do because of that geothermal. It's interesting it's, it's not the most pleasant smell in the area when you sort of got that rotten egg gas smell but it was just a really nice park run and yeah like all park runs I think uh, I, I, I like Lakes Entrance because that's my all time PB I did a really good run there I think on their launch was really great you know with a, a lot of uh, friends that I've met through Park Run that were there that day and it just was a really nice run and I suppose it reminds me a bit of home that uh, along the water's edge and I suppose the other one is possibly Geograph Bay is a bit like home it was a really nice run out along the coast and with dolphins in the ocean as you're sort of running along it was really special too. Oh, that's good. So they're all with water. Yes, so I you're in, yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the events with water as well. And today at Studley Park. So yes. this is your first time here at Studley. It is. It um, was really nice by the river and lots of. Uh, birds about so it was really nice yeah so I'll just sort of give a brief description the course uh, starts at the very well-known Studley Park Boathouse and it goes out and does a bit of a loop of a little um, bush area then it crosses the Yarra over in a historic bridge and heads down for an out and back along the river Um, and yeah ends back near the boathouse so it's probably been well described in the past I think when the podcast started Scott was um the Studley um ED I think he might have been yeah so I guess it would have been all covered back then but anyway it's it is one of I think one of Victoria's premier um locations just uh with the river and the boathouse here so yeah all right Enjoy the rest of your morning, Jackie. Congratulations on Streaky September, Streaky 365 and your cow today. Thank you. And uh, look forward to hearing both your names called out uh, next week on With Me Now. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> All right, see ya. Thank you. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's PK checking in for another roving report from a, uh, an, a, another adventure far out. I, uh, I'm actually getting, uh, getting out of the house um, to Parkrun and it's not at Mount Barker for a change, <laughs> um, even though I did mention it, mention artists. Anyway, um, we're at Packer Picanthi today because it is oh, nearby and uh, easy to get to. All Parkruns are easy to get to, I know. But anyway, cut long story short, they also had a visit from the fire Uh, the local fire station the MFS um, which was awesome and they got on board and helped volunteer and ran and everything Uh, but um, the the other reason I'm here is I believe Packer uh, I'll get these guys to tell me I believe there's a big milestone about to happen anyway let's wander over and have a chat 
G'day guys, how are we going? How are you Ben? Uh, yeah, not too bad, PK, yourself? I'm awesome mate, you are the, uh, uh, you are the RD, not were, you're, st- it's st- you're still on, uh, yes. you're still on? Yeah, still <laughs> on till Wednesday. So. Still have that awesome uh, vest going, well yeah. done mate. Um, how's today going? Uh, yeah, very well, a bit of rain around, but we uh, yeah, certainly had very good numbers, it's probably our fourth biggest, which uh, considering oh, really? the weather, yeah. Wow. Oh, we're l- lucky to have the fireys here mate too, because they, uh, they could have, they dampened, you know, if, if needed. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think people came here to see me. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did that all come about with the fire? The fireys. Uh, it was Alicia, to, or uh, you probably need to ask Kate yeah. that one. Kate, that's yeah. right. What yeah. is? Because she's just obsessed with firemen, maybe. No? Uh, yeah. and, and park run. <laughs> and park run. Yeah. Oh, park, sorry, it's all about park run, yeah, yeah. of course. But yeah, there are a lot of fit fire people here, fire men and women. I think yes. there were some girls. Yeah, yeah, were, which yeah. is awesome. So it's uh, we celebrate uh, that there are fireys, not just firemen. Um, uh, but uh, I believe that there could be. Sorry, good day, Tori. Hi, BK. How are you doing? All right, mate. You are the uh, timer today. I official, am. And you still are the timer, sorry. Still We've yeah, still got... So, um, now, is there something happening? Are you, are you expecting a, a milestone today? Oh, I've heard. Very exciting. 10,000 yeah. might be cracked. Total really? Total Pacapacanthi participants. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Mm. Gosh. Well, I, I got 275. I was walking today. So, I reckon... What number are you up to now, do you reckon? Um, do we know? 287 for today, which is... within 10. Oh, 10, Wow. That's pretty exciting. And how many more people are out on the course? Uh, we don't think that many, unfortunately. No. But uh, there's a good chance that one of our fabulous volunteers doing the tail walking. Ah, wow. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Congrats. So 10,000 in how long's Packer been going? Uh, just over a year now. Yeah, over a year. So this that's... Would the, this would be the 14th month. Yep. Yes. Doing my counting. Six, I think. So what, yeah, what, what, aver- what average numbers do you get here then? Uh, it's around about 165. Yeah. So that's pretty healthy, isn't it? I mean, and it's certainly, um, I'm sure it's, it's been great. It's a beautiful course and it's, um, it's been good, I reckon, for Parkrun all around because it's, you know, alleviated. Um, there was, you know, Torrens, it's helped out with Torrens not having um, as many people there as well, I think, as well. Um, do you think people prefer to do Packer, I don't know, because of how different it is to Torrens or...? I certainly like that it's really flat, yeah. and I like that the parking's a bit easier, yeah. and I like that it's not so crowded. Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. To no, be fair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it was my first time to, today doing the new course as well. I thought that was really good. The fish hook. Yeah, the fish hook. <laughs> but, but it also means you get to see people yeah. twice, don't you? You do. I think. Lots of high fives. Yeah, lots of high fives. <laughs> really good. Well, well done, guys. I'm, and also, I believe there's a... Um, I might go and have a chat to Kate. Uh, there's um, uh, some training going on later as well today. Yeah. Visual, uh, visual impaired. Visual impaired training. Yeah, so that we can help act as guides as needed, mm. isn't it? Yes. Yep. Mm. Which is awesome, isn't it? And that's a that's a volunteer role in itself, isn't it? And I've, I, I hear a lot about it. I know we have talked about it on the podcast, so it's brilliant that we're offering that, um, that service uh, to people who want to train us that. So... Good on you, Packer, you know, leading the way and uh, doing great things. Well done, Ben. Uh, all, all the best for a, um, a successful day. I can see the toll walkers coming just now, I reckon. Yes, yes. Sorry. So, Not, yeah, we won't quite get there, but our number one volunteer is RD next week. She's done more volunteering here than anyone else, so it's going to be perfect that she welcomes the 10,000th. Awesome. Well, that will be a, a big event. So for those people out there listening who may not have checked out Packer or may may think it's t- time to come to Packer, come along next week um, or this week, according to the, the podcast, and you may get to meet the 10,000th person that does Packer, or it could be you. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's right. No pressure. All right. Good on you, Tori. Thanks. Good on you, Ben. Thanks, well done, guys. guys. Thanks, guys. Uh, Paul, how are you going, mate? Having fun? Awesome. Paul Butler, who's photographer. Yeah, well yeah. done. Paul Butler, for those who um, obviously listen to the podcast, this is the man who uh, we chatted to, the Butler boys, the, the other day. Um, and uh, you're out here with your long lens getting some happy snaps. 
had a good day? Yeah, really good. Yeah, Packers great. It's a great course. Beautiful. Yeah, isn't and it? just interesting to have the uh, the fire trucks here yeah, as well. Wasn't that it? Was a good bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. Did you get a few happy snaps of them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids, kids love it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Well, mate. Speaking of kids, my kids are have already walked over to the cafe, and they're probably wondering why I'm not with them. So I'm going to go. Um, good on you, mate. Thank yeah. you. I'll see you soon. See ya. Good on you. Cheers, Paul. Yeah, this is PK signing off from an impromptu uh, roving report uh, for the Channel Five News team. Uh, great to see uh, the podcast still rolling haven't had a chance to listen to last week's yet with you Greta but I'm sure it's awesome and um, yeah just keep uh, keep doing great things everyone keep loving Parkrun if this is the first time you've heard uh, the podcast I uh, uh, advise uh, well you know don't advise I recommend nicely um, that you go back and listen to some of the other other episodes uh, because there's so much gold in there so many really good chats and really inspirational stories that um this awesome podcast has shared over many years so go go back and get amongst it tell more people about parkrun as you know once you start talking about parkrun you can't can't stop and uh, but right about now i better <laughs> there's the cafe i'm on my way pk signing off see you guys hi i'm pippa and this is my very first international roving report for the parkrun adventurers i Um, UK based and I really enjoyed both the With Me Now Parkrun podcast as well as Parkrun Ventures which I got to uh, from With Me Now. I'm joining you guys for Streaky September as you're getting excited for spring and sadly we're getting uh, more and more towards autumn. Today I am completing my Parkrun Adventure bingo tile and both Mel and I are doing the same one because we're both doing a Queen Elizabeth Parkrun Um, me doing the one in the UK, Mel doing the one closer to home Uh, and we're both running it in Queen costumes and we persuaded both of our event teams to take pictures of uh, our parkrunners waving to each other. This was event 337 here in Hampshire though I guess it's a much better 13 for those Wilson Index chasing in Australia. It was a really fun morning, we had 167 runners Uh, sadly uh, a couple of fallers but that's partly off-road quite a lot of uh, chalk and clay at the moment. With me is uh, the tame volunteer who's just going to briefly tell you about what she um, is up to at the moment. Hello, so I'm the tame volunteer. I've been volunteering at Parkrun since 2015, though because of what everything was just happening I was only able to do it in school holidays for a while. My favourite role is finish tokens, however today I was doing timekeeper as another young volunteer had taken that spot today. I'm working towards my 50th different Parkrun to be completed on my 150th day of volunteering. It has caused us to do a lot of touring in the last few months, so it's been great to be at home again after these about two months, I think it's been. Yeah. Apparently this is the last day of sun. I forgot how shady our finish is. So I was there thinking, I need, next time I'm here, I need to bring at least five more jumpers. Yes, it was a little bit chilly as we are there, cheering in the last people. One of our, our later runners is... 36 weeks pregnant that did an awesome uh, route round so that was brilliant anyway so it is the last day of of the sun we're going to go and enjoy the rest of the day a shout out to everybody still streaking bye from the uk bye hello david here and we're at the uh, eden project parkrun and i'm with jane williams and andy chase and tom ed Okay, and we've just run the park run, which I've got to admit is very good. The sun's faded a little bit, but it was a a superb start. 
Um, tell me, why, or how did you get a parkrun uh, starting in the Eden Project? <laughs> That's a difficult one because none of us actually set it up. Um, <laughs> Wendy originally set it up um, as a great venue to, to have a parkrun, really. Um, I actually probably appreciate from from running it yourself. Um, brilliant to bring the community down here. Okay. How long's the run been going for? Just under two years now, so we've nearly had 100 events. We're on uh, number 92, I think today was. So yeah, going strong. So I should, I should come back in about eight weeks for the cake, <laughs> is the, the usual story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and how did you all get into Parkrun? Um, I started it, um, somebody persuaded me to go along and do an, another local park run, which was horrible, really, really horrible. Um, and I just liked the idea of trying this one, local running club, various people talking about it, started doing it, but I got into the volunteering side of it when I had an injury. And, and actually, when I, I hurt my ankle and I started coming to Marshland every week, and I actually started to realise that actually I quite enjoy that side of it as well, um, and realised that I was missing the social side of running as well as just actually being able to go out and run. So, and from there on in, been I was here every week anyway, either running or volunteering. So thought I may as well, may as well <laughs> try and take be a run director, and that's yeah, went from there. Oh, very good. And your daughter was here today as well? She was, yes. 14th birthday and 10th park run. So she's very excited now about, about being able to get a t-shirt. Um, so yeah, she's um, really taken to it as well. She's got a friend that comes and does it with her. My husband was marshalling. So yeah. what else would you do on a Saturday morning? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, again, I started as part of a running club, uh, getting into running on a Saturday morning. Uh, started running um, and then from there started doing a bit of pre-event setup marshalling and, and uh, supporting out as a volunteer then because it's best to give something back as well as, as taken from park run it's, it wouldn't happen without all the volunteers that were there um, and from doing that I got asked to become a, a run director I've been a run director now for two and a half years and uh, I'm, I'm now also the event director at Eden very good and um, well I started running a couple of years ago never thought it was a good idea and then started on the couch to key f5k um, app and then this was the natural progression and then on to um, 10ks and half marathons and um, Andy's yeah start my run directing post in a couple of weeks time thanks to Andy oh, yeah this, looking this forward to it yeah. <laughs> on my birthday so we'll be baking come along 12th of October for some great running and hopefully some baking Oh, there you are, a bit of advertising yes. for anyone, the, <laughs> the Eden Park uh, project, Parkrun. Okay, the other bonus here is, uh, since most people listening probably don't know about the Eden project, I'd better go over here. Could you explain, could anyone here explain a little bit about the Eden project? It's, it used to be, it used to be a clay, a, a clay pit, didn't it? It just used clay pit, and um, Tim Schmidt is the person that runs Eden Project and essentially just built it up. It's been going now for, how long have I been down here? I'm gonna go for probably about 19 years, yeah, I think it was in to be the, fair. Uh, millennium that started. It? Yeah, very much so. And to start off with, I, obviously I remember people, I actually came the first week it was open. I remember thinking, oh, not a lot really, because of course everything was quite small and not growing and they have lots and lots of things going on here now and even being here on a weekly basis, things change, looking at different plants. Um, they run events in all the holidays for the children. Um, my kids have loved coming here, just running around and it's just a really lovely place to do a park on, on a Saturday morning, but it's a nice place to come and visit as well. 
and if you do park when you get to see them for free. <laughs> ah, which is, which is a little bonus since I would have been coming to this place anyway. It, it does seem like quite a tourist destination. I haven't had a chance to look around it until uh, in about five minutes' time, I think I'll be wandering. Uh, for the listener, should also say that as you run around, there's a hell of a lot to look at. Um, and I'm, I'll actually be doing another lap of it just to take as much in as I can. The place is made up of a number of very large, uh, what, geodesic domes. Uh, and the plants look absolutely fantastic. So I would thoroughly recommend it. Um, look, other things I should ask, do you get a large amount of tourists coming through here? Yeah, about 75% of our runners are, are actually uh, tourists and visitors to, to the Eden Project. Our, our base local park runners is, is a small fraction of our, of our runners here. And, people who take part so yeah we uh, we do welcome tourists and it is a great venue to have it, it is uh cornwall itself is probably quite a tourist destination as well but i think with the eden project that probably boosts it even more it, it does the, for cornish park runs they are very popular with the tourists but eden project is is definitely the biggest one to yeah. come to i think the the free entry to eden project for, <laughs> for uh, runners and, and marshals as well uh does does pull people in so yeah Look, I, I tried getting here last year and just failed, and this year it was high on my uh, list and it didn't disappoint. I've got to say, look, thank you very much to everyone here. The, uh, the people I met have all been extremely friendly. Uh, it's not the easiest of courses, but... <laughs> we are the fifth fastest in the UK. So. <laughs> Quick as a corn roll. There's only one hill, you just have to do it three times. <laughs> okay, we've all heard this before, we'll leave it on that. Uh, otherwise, I'll leave it back to you, Mel. Thank you. So big thank you to our Channel 5 News crew for submitting their roving reports this week. And uh, first up, we heard from Lyndall, who was at uh, Harris Avenue for their, their fourth park run. Yeah, chasing a Wilson index number. And, you know, it's funny, I'm headed to Harris Avenue next week because I need my number five. I also actually need my number four, but I wasn't going to go there for two weeks in a row. And you know why not? Why? Because I thought it would break my tourism streak. So uh, one of the running challenges is your longest tourism streak, which is, for me, currently sitting at 18 park runs. And I thought that if I did the same event two weeks in a row, that that would break my streak. Because in my head, a tourism streak is, is the amount of different park runs you've done in a row not doubling up on any of the same ones. But when when Linda was talking to uh, Erica and Ryan, I noticed Ryan said, oh, well, no, he wasn't there. He, he dropped Erica off and uh, went to North Harbour Park Run himself, which he's already done, but he didn't want to break his tourism streak. And I thought, but if you've already done it, you're breaking your tourism streak. Yeah. But then it dawned on me, Probably not, and he probably is a lot more savvy about this than I am. It's, I guess the tourism streak is how many events you've done that aren't your home park run. Maybe your nah. home park run is the one that breaks it. Nah. See, as the resident statistician on this show today. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> the park run challenges page says the longest tourism streak is the highest number of consecutive different events attended. So if he's if he's attended one 
twice in that streak. It's not a streak. Well, no, but he I don't think he's attended North Harbour twice in that streak, but he has previously attended North Harbour. So maybe he attended them in a previous streak. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like I think the yeah, that that would be right. Oh, this makes my brain hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, by that rationale then I could do one event at my home park run during the streak and it wouldn't break my streak. That's right. That's right. Oh, I might have to reach out to Andy and Laura and ask them to clarify this for me because um, I don't want to break my streak. No. <laughs> but um, great, great roving reports as per usual, Lyndall. And, and lovely that she managed to catch up with Erica and Ryan, among other people, because I do know they're avid listeners. And so, hi, guys. Great having you on the pod this week and good luck. Uh, I'll probably, yeah, I'll see you at Harris Avenue next week because I'm, I'll be there for my number five. But... It wasn't just Channel 5 News crew we had on the roving reports this week. We had Steve Marston, who was checking in from Wangaratta Parkrun with a couple of special interviewees doing their first parkrun. That's always, always awesome. Eliza, age six, and Lexi, age eight. Congratulations, young ladies. And uh, Melissa was at uh, Studley in uh, in Victoria. I'm so pleased that Melissa spoke to Jackie because Jackie, she is just the loveliest person you will ever meet. And she has been on this adventure just as much as talk. But you know what? I really love the fact that when they were in New Zealand and he was there for, you know, whatever ridiculous ultra it was this week, Jackie snuck off and did parkrun before she <laughs> went back to the event to do her, what's it called, support crew duties. That is awesome. And uh, what an achievement, though, like to yeah, to get up to that. Uh, well done to both of them. And um, Paul was at Packer Pacanthi. They were chasing uh, a bit of a milestone there themselves for the event with um, 10,000 park runners to cross the finish line, and they just fell short by seven people. They did. They did. But, you know, that just means they get to celebrate again next week. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be interesting um, tussle for the finish line. Maybe there'll be some people that'll be holding back rather than pushing forward to, to be the, the seventh person. I don't know about you, but personally, I don't have that kind of control over how fast or slow <laughs> I run. Yeah, look, I don't think it'll be fast enough to be worried about being the, uh, the seventh finisher across the line. So that's all right. I'll let somebody else have that one. <laughs> and then, of course, um, we had some foreign correspondence this week. We had Pippa, who I mentioned earlier on, uh, reporting in from Queen Elizabeth Parkrun and her daughter Harriet doing a great job on your first roving report, ladies. Love to hear the voices of listeners from overseas. It's very cool to put voices to names and faces. So thank you very much for reporting in, ladies. And Pippa, thank you for being my twin. It was a lot of fun. Well, you, and you guys, between the two of you, hit up two of the seven Q park runs that are around globally. That's pretty good. Um, pretty good success rate too. Yes. Yeah, I didn't realise there were so few of them in the world. We're pretty lucky. I think we've got how many in Australia? At least three, four. Talking the Scrabble board, they're pretty rare. <laughs> yes, we had uh, Dave Moss reporting in from the Eden Project in the UK, which is an interesting little. Uh, project happening over there if yeah if you check out the website for the eden project too did you see the before and after photos mark of like the big clay 
pit quarry yeah. that it was and then the beautiful utopia that it's become now. It's just incredible. Yeah, it's basically gone from an open-cut mine to, yeah, like you said, utopia. It's amazing. And um, park runners get uh, free entry into the um, Eden Project, which is a bit of saving there. Like the entry cost is around 50 Australian dollars to get in. So get a park runner and yeah, check out the project. Yeah, definitely one for my bucket list when I head over. So many places in the world to travel in so little time. Look, your bucket list uh, is just getting longer and longer every week I listen to the podcast. It, yeah, I know. It's terrible. No, I never hear about a parkrun that I go, you know what? Not interested. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the problem. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but yeah, what can you do? I think we all need to buy a lotto ticket, basically. Yes, keep buying those Powerball tickets. So we're going to head back to Aussie shores from overseas now for a bit of news, which which isn't as happy as as the rest of the pod has been thus far. Our parkrun family in Victoria, um, specifically Hamilton Parkrun and Portland Parkrun, they've lost two very special people in recent weeks in their parkrun communities and we just wanted to pay tribute to them as part of our parkrun family. Naomi Phillips, who is parkrunner A20234888, passed away a few weeks ago and Hamilton Parkrun had an event in her honour on the 21st of September where participants wore red, which was an acknowledgement of the pride that she had in joining the 50 Club. As as they mentioned on their page, she was so excited to reach the 50 Club uh, earlier this year and very proud to wear the club cape that they have at the event when she ran and actually achieved a new PB with her pacer, who was uh, incidentally her loving husband right by her side every step of the way. Yes, very sadly, Naomi passed away from cancer a couple of weeks ago. And just this week, Alan Hoskins, the founding event director at Portland Parkrun, has also passed away after a battle with cancer. So they've written, the tears keep coming. Our beautiful friend and founding event director at Portland Parkrun, Alan Hoskins, has died. Alan is family. He first joined us at Hamilton Parkrun at our launch event on the 10th of the 10th, 2015, finishing 15th at a time of 22 minutes and 10 seconds. He was hooked on Parkrun from that moment and returned to Portland on a mission to start his own event in his hometown. He did it, launching Portland Parkrun on May 2016. After training as run director and event director at Hamilton Parkrun, he then went on to support the launches of Warnable Parkrun and Port Ferry Parkrun. Such a gentle, genuine, kind, caring, funny, and super supportive guy. One of the good guys he will be missed by so many. Portland Parkrun is hosting an event in Allen's honour this Saturday, the 28th of September. Wear your footy colours for a gentle giant, Alan. His team is the Tigers and they are in the grand final this Saturday. We are sure he will be cheering them on, sending all our love, support and strength to all of Alan's loved ones and the parkrun community there. And those words are from Diane Barrera at Hamilton Parkrun. Uh, what, what can you say? We're, we are so privileged at parkrun to be involved 
with the communities that we have, I truly believe Parkrun brings out the best in people and brings the best people together. And these are two examples, Naomi and Alan, of wonderful people who've really impacted on the communities that they've been involved with at Parkrun and touched a lot of people's lives. So to the Hamilton and Portland Parkrun communities, we feel for you and and we're sorry for your loss. And we'd like to extend that as well to, to the families and close friends of Naomi and Alan too. Oh, but you know, I don't like I don't like the sad things, Mark. Um, let's let's turn it around and instead talk about the things that people and communities do to support others who are going through terrible times like this. You you've been involved in raising funds for. Um, Charities that uh, most recently, for example, you've you've been involved with an ambassadorship for Danair's Rainbow Brain Tumor Research Fund, and um, that was that was part of your City to Surf run. Yeah, um, I've been the ambassador for Danair's Rainbow for the last couple of years, and um, part of that has been supporting Danair's brother um, in the City to Surf run um, in Sydney, and. Um, Jarrett has been running City to Surf um, for a number of years now, uh, raising money um, in Danair's name and honour to um, go to the Sydney Children's Hospital Foundation for uh, research into paediatric brain tumour research. And so, yeah, for the last three years, I've been you know, running in a team <clears throat> with Jarrett uh, to, to raise funds for that and um, help grow the team. Um, and, and this year, you know, we had a large number of people um, help us um, raise money and uh yeah, we had a fantastic um, outcome. Uh, the, the good thing is, is that 100% of the money that we raise for Danair's Rainbow goes straight into research. Um, the charity that it is, is uh, there's no administrative costs, uh, anything like that. It's all volunteer-based. So, yeah, that's the one thing I'm proud of is that the fact that yeah, 100% of the money that we raise goes, goes to charity. Uh, it's straight into this research. And uh, we're, we're desperate to find a cure for brain tumour for kids. Um, unfortunately, in in Canberra, we've lost a number of kids um, to to this um, this horrendous disease, and uh, we're, we're passionate about continuing Danair's mission of um, finding a cure so that no other child has to suffer like she did. Um, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm very proud to do it. Um, this year was a bit hard for me because uh, normally, you know, I do raise you know roughly around two and a half to two thousand seven hundred dollars. For these kind of things and uh, this year was really struggling to get the donations up and was feeling quite disheartened and sad about the whole thing and um, one day I had a $2,000 anonymous donation come through which absolutely just blew me away. Um, I was just absolutely shocked um, the, the generosity of people um, for these causes just um, just heartwarming. That's incredible isn't it and do you find um, linking your running efforts into raising funds for a charity makes you feel like you can, I guess, in the face of these awful diseases, which I don't know how to articulate this, that we, we feel powerless against. We can't stop them happening because we don't have the scientific knowledge or know-how yet to be able to do so. Do you feel like raising money to research is is a way of taking back some control in the situation? Yeah, look, I think it's just, you know, playing my little part um, 
in trying to make a difference um, in, in something. You know, like I've got a bit of a platform, you know, here in, in Canberra that I feel I need to use for good to, to raise awareness and, and, and raise money. It's just, it's just my little part in in doing that, you know, and I, and I get a lot of strength thinking about, you know, what Denair and other children have gone through when, you know, I'm having a bad run, you know, it's just like, think about what they went through and the, the pain and suffering they went through and it's like you know what this this isn't that bad uh and and a lot of it is also about raising awareness like a lot of people just don't know uh particularly with pediatric brain tumors just just how aggressive they are uh what the symptoms are to look out for even uh things like that so it is an educational thing as well as um, raising money mm, it scares the life out of me it really does um so you've got an ambassadorship for the Stromlo Running Festival in Canberra in November coming up. Is is that the same kind of thing? Like how do ambassadorships work with running festivals? Um, yeah, so look, once again, it's um, basically using uh, my platform or my profile to to promote the um, Stromlo Running Festival. Um, uh, honestly, when, when they first reached out to me and asked me to be an ambassador, like I was quite surprised. Um, I am not... Um, I suppose your typical uh, runner, and I went back to them. And I said, um, "You know, are you serious? Like, maybe I have to bring out the hashtag Dad Bod Runner." Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just about promoting um, the Stromlo Running Festival in Canberra, um, which is going into its tenth um, year. Awesome, cool. Well, I I think more power to uh, you, Mark, for all you, all the work you're doing with them. Um, you know, raising funds for Danair's Rainbow Brain Tumor Research, but also for your ambassadorships and, uh, you know, the hashtag dad bod. Or what is it? Hashtag dad bod runner. Yeah. Dad bod runner. <laughs> love it. Love it. Now, let's, let's, let's keep on the up and up. I like this trajectory here. Let's bring it, bring it back to some happy. Did you know that on the 30th of September, it's International Podcast Day. Is it really? It is. I feel like that's sort of the unofficial birthday for podcasts or something like that. I feel like there needs to be some sort of celebration involved from the Parkrun Adventurers. I don't know what yet. Do you have any ideas? No, but I think, you know, I think you're right. Like, I think podcast is a relatively new thing and it should be celebrated. Like, it is such a an, an awesome medium to you know, connect and engage people. If any of our adventurers out there have any ideas about how we can celebrate International Podcast Day here at the Parkrun Adventurers, please let us know. Maybe you could dig through 175 episodes and put like a highlights reel through all those funny moments over the years. Yeah, see, the problem with that is, A, mm -hmm. time. <laughs> Time to listen to 175-odd episodes. And B, Scotty and I did that once or twice. We thought, hey, let's give ourselves an easy week. And instead of getting a guest on or, you know, trying to think of some content to talk about, maybe we'll just go back and do a highlights reel. And then we didn't realise that that was actually a lot more work than just asking yeah. a new person to come <laughs> and join us on the podcast and, and all that sort of thing. So, a great idea in theory. I like where you're going with this, Mark. And there have been a lot of highlights over the years so far. But uh, I think I'll be a little bit short on time to collate that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'd be interested to hear what people's highlights have been, though. What your favourite moments? So, as <sighs> Scotty will laugh when he hears this if he listens, but interact with us, people. 
send us a Facebook message or email parkrunadventurers at gmail.com and let us know what you have considered to be a highlight of the pod over the last three and a half, almost four yeah, years. Yeah, get us up on the socials and tell us, yeah, tell us your highlights. Maybe it's been this episode. It could be. It could be that new co-host, Mark. He did a great job. Let us know about it. We want to hear. I reckon, hopefully my wife will be at least making a comment saying it's a highlight. <laughs> Even if she changes her name and creates a false Facebook account to do it so that it's not so obvious. <laughs> well, Mark, I'm going to launch into my weekly streaky September progress update. There's been a lot going on in the streaky September Facebook group. And for me personally, uh, with my streak and things like that, I'm still on the bandwagon. I haven't broken the streak yet, though there, we, we have had some moments um, where it's it's been a bit stressful as a family to continue streaking. Well done. That's good dedication. Yes, yes. Well, there's not too many days left to go. We're over three quarters of the way there. So we're on the downhill now. Um, but I'd, I'd like to give a bunch of shout outs to people in the Streaky September group. So Heather Hunter, who we um, gave a shout out for joining the Pirate Club last week, she is streaking, but so is Mel Alderton, who we've had on the pod here before. And I didn't – I must have missed this detail entirely, and I apologise. Mel actually joined Heather in Walking the Plank when um, she uh, joined the Pirate Club in recent weeks. And But of in and of her own right, Mel has submitted some fantastic Streaky Strava art as part of Streaky Bingo and she's done this incredible snail with this giant spirally shell and I don't quite know how she's managed it but it is just beautiful, absolutely beautiful. While we're on the uh, subject of Strava art, Therese Marty also did an amazing house with windows and it took her something like eight or nine kilometres to do it. And that's Strava art on a scale is incredible. Like it's one thing to run around on an oval, which is what I tend to do. Not a cheat at all because it still takes uh, some skill to do it. But to do it on such a scale blows my mind. So well done, Therese. And yeah, loving your snail, Mel, as well. There has been some amazing Strava art I've seen lately. It's just incredible with the detail and the planning that people go to for it. It's so cool. Yeah. I think I need to live somewhere that's a bit more built up with more streets so that, you know, you can kind of bodgy up something with with less effort than trying to squeeze it into streets in rural areas, if that makes sense. And I also want to give a shout out to Just Manning, who on day 21, we're, we're past that now, but on day 21 mentioned that it has been her longest streak to date. So I'm loving this, Mark. I'm loving that streaky September is getting people doing things they've never done before, not just in terms of streaky bingo and, and taking on the challenges and things like that, but 21 days of streaking. That's a big deal. Oh, it is. It, you know, I... As somebody who's not streaking, I certainly, uh, yeah, I certainly respect that that commitment, and dedication. It's awesome. It is. It is. I love Streaky September. It is one of my favourite times of the podcast year. Yeah, mixing it up with the you know the bingo challenges, I think uh, you know makes it a bit more interesting and, and and creative. And I think I'll try and well, it's not many days left for me, but I'll try and get out there and 
tick a few things off. I'll get that uh, gnome for you. Yes, Pink Floyd has mm. to be done. Mark, I have had so much fun. Again, this this has become a bit of a trend with all you roving reporters. There is a re- reason why the Channel Five News crew are the Channel Five News crew. You guys are fun. Yeah, it's been uh, yeah, it's been it's been good to to see the um, to see how it all comes together and then to be 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 a co-host today. I've really appreciated the opportunity and um, hopefully the the listeners enjoyed this episode. Yes, and not in Stephen Bradbury getting a gold medal kind of way. Yes, if if you missed those episodes, go back and check them out. So lots of lols there. Thank you, Mark, for joining me again this week. It has been loads of fun. I, I know I've been saying this a lot every week, but it's only because it's true. And I do feel truly blessed to have the Channel 5 News crew on hand to co-host with me every week. You are a stellar example of the fun and frivolity that can be had. And I always enjoy your roving reports and I look forward to hearing more. And good luck with all your pursuits with your marathon training. And, you know, it is a bit of a slim excuse not to streak this month, but (laughs) I'm going to let that one slide. I won't consider it your sackable offence. And I, I think you did good. You know, that first 30 seconds of the pod was strong and I'm pretty confident all the other minutes have been good too. Look, uh, thank you for the opportunity, Mel, to be on. Uh, it's been great to co-host with you this week and uh, also to be part of the Channel 5 News crew. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, looking forward to participating more into the future. And uh, best of luck to everybody who's heading out for Park Run Day this week. I will be looking forward to future roving reports. And, oh, my goodness, can you hear Emmett? No. Okay, good. Um, sorry, train of thought, gone. Now I can. <laughs> Feed me. Walk him down the other end of the house, Adam. I can't concentrate. Ah, the noise, the noise. I can't turn it off.